Welcome to Real Money Talks. Real strategies from the money makers and the world changers that you can use to make millions, keep those millions, multiply your wealth, and build your team. Here's your host, author of five New York Times bestsellers, money expert on Dr. Phil, CNN, CNBC, The Street TV, Fox News, and The View, Laurel Langmire. Hey, this is Laurel, and welcome back to Laurel's Real Money Talks, the podcast where we talk about just that, money and business. We're going to talk about how to make money, how to keep money, how to invest it, and how to use a team. Specifically today, I have uh, brought Tom Ziegler back. We talked about how to be a coach leader and the the workforce and how like staffing is such a big issue. So uh, I brought him back today to talk a little bit about a different topic called legacy. He's going to be one of our keynote speakers at our Gen W conference coming up October 26, 7, 8. Uh, in 2022 in Reno, Nevada. We'll be at the Grand Sierra Resort and have a beautiful ballroom and a beautiful stage set for you to come learn about generational wealth and legacy. So Tom Ziegler, if you don't know him, you probably have heard of his father, Zig Ziegler. Um, has had, again, the rare privilege of uh, growing up with this amazing man, which is also, Tom, why I wanted to have you on. Because I, I do want to ask you some personal questions. You go where you want with them about you and Zig and how Zig raised legacy with you and Julie, your beautiful families. Um, I, but Tom teaches, uh, he's got an amazing new book. In fact, it's just right here. Brand new book out. Um, and actually this was on a prior podcast. So make sure you uh, go listen and link into that podcast from before. Uh, but he speaks to billion dollar companies. He teaches companies. He teaches their leadership, how to be coach leaders, how to how to live in this new environment post-COVID. So that's a conversation that was already on a podcast. So go grab that. Uh, and Tom Ziegler, welcome back to uh, Laurel's Real Money Talks. Yeah, it's great to be here. I'm so excited about coming to uh, the conference and talking about uh, one of my favorite subjects, which is legacy. So Tom, start with that question, what is a legacy? There's so many people who um, have never even had this conversation. Yeah, well, there's a, you know, one of the things that I love about legacy, there's a quote by Mark Batterson, and he said this, an inheritance is what you leave to someone, a legacy is what you leave in someone. And so there's a big difference. You know, we we want to do right by our family. We want to set it up. We want to create a a financial security net for them. <laughs> but legacy is really how they make the choices and decisions once they've been given that gift. And we really uh, got to do both, right? We've got to do both if we're going to prepare those we love for the things that are coming along. So to me, legacy is when you prepare someone uh, to handle the furnace, you know, because life's going to come at you. It doesn't doesn't matter how much you plan and all the all the things, life can still hit you. And so legacy is is when you prepare someone to make good choices, even when the times are tough. That's beautiful. I've, I haven't heard it said that way. That's uh, I'm going to I'm going to requote you over and over on that as we uh, walk into this event. You know, at the event, we're going to be doing some values work, some, uh, you know, mission work. Uh, talk a little bit about family missions, family intention, and how is someone that's now here listening to our podcast, we have folks from all over the world, how do they begin? How would they even begin? They hear it, right? They're kind of got, what, what are you guys talking about? And <laughs> they have no starting points. 
Yeah, well, there's a real simple question uh, that I like to ask people, and that's, you know, what do you want other people to say behind your back about you? Like, <laughs> like when you're not in the room, what do you want them to say? Do you want them to say that you're kind, you're generous, you have integrity, you love, you know, or, you know, the stuff that we usually hear said about people behind their back, right? You can't trust them, all those things. So you start identifying what it is that you want to be known for. And when you put all those things, I call those the fruit of the tree. So if we have a tree and we're saying, okay, that's my tree, that tree represents me and my family, and the pieces of the fruit represent my reputation, what I'm known for, but the fruit can also represent uh, a vacation home, or it could represent a lifestyle that I want to live, or the ability to go and do what I want to do. But in order to have all those things, there's a saying, and the saying is, a tree's fruitfulness depends on its rootfulness. Mm. Okay. And so there's roots that have to nourish the tree. If the roots don't get any nourishment, the fruit dies. And when we talk about legacy, I think there's seven roots in our tree. There's the mental, which is the way we think. There's the spiritual, which is our principles and values and our faith. There's the physical, which is how we take care of our body. Uh, you know, how we make good choices about what we eat and sleep and all those things. Then there's the family and how we prepare the family. Then there's the financial because we have to be stewards of what God's given us. And we've got to share that information and the decisions that we make with our family. Then there's the personal, which is how do we create energy in our own life? What are the things that motivate and inspire us? Where, where do we, you know, what do we do from a self-care perspective? And finally, there's the career. And I really don't like the word career. Um, <laughs> I just, I, to well, me, this your is... personal growth, right? You, like, to me, I call that like your personal growth. I don't know yeah. what word you use, but I don't like career either. So I'm glad you said that. Yeah, I call it the uh, the engine, which which creates the 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 income that you need to fuel your dreams. So you could be an entrepreneur, investor, you could work somewhere, you can be a teacher, you can do any of those things. And all of them are so much bigger than career. Because if your life is totally wrapped up into the into one of any one of these things, the others are going to suffer. And so those seven areas, mental, spiritual, physical, family, financial, personal, and career, those are the roots that we have. And so we need to create habits that nourish those roots. And the question I ask people also is this, are you going to leave a legacy by design or by chance? Yeah. Cause we're all going to leave a legacy, right? I mean, whether yep. we have any planning or thought or not, we're leaving a legacy. So what if we said, I want to leave a legacy by design and the legacy was meant. I like to say this, we want our legacy to ripple through eternity. Yeah. Right. I love that. And yeah. so wealth can be gained and lost and we can do, and sometimes life just happens, but the, the character, the knowledge, the wisdom that we have will always bring us back to the ability to do what we want to do. And so when we're talking about legacy, it's, it's not just knowledge, it's properly applied knowledge with the right motivation, the right character, the right integrity that sets us up for the long-term. And I've been blessed, of course, you know, dad's legacy is unbelievable. Wherever I go in the world and speak, I have friends and family I haven't met there, right? Because he's impacted them. Yeah. 
Yeah. So uh, I, I love where you just went. Love the, that the design and by choice. So speak to those folks who haven't had any of these conversations. How would they begin these conversations? Right. They're attracted to it. I want to I invite you to come to our Gen W conference. I mean, that's also what, what I invited Tom specifically to come out and talk about this with you. And then uh, we have a group that is going to really dig into the nuts and bolts of wills and trusts and insurance and entities and taxes and all the nuts and bolts in the finance business side of it. Uh, but I wanted you exactly to do what you were doing, Tom, which is bring uh, I'm going to say a broader color and a broader spectrum to what we're talking about. So for the person listening, going, I like it. I have no idea how to begin. What advice would you tell them? <laughs> oh, I, you know, if you're talking about family legacy, mm -hmm. uh, the best place to begin is the dinner table. Uh, you, you have conversations yeah. on a regular basis, intentional. So it could be as simple as, you know, every Thursday night we're going to have dinner. And at dinner, we're going to talk about a principle or a value. Uh, one of my friends who I shared this with, uh, he started doing it with his family and they had their family values, right? They had their, like their, their, and so they decided and every family should do this. You get the kids involved, you get everybody involved and you say, well, you know, what's the fruit we want on our tree? And so one of the pieces of fruit that they had on their tree and, you know, we think of like love or kindness or respect or humility or integrity. They actually put the word weird on one of their pieces of fruit. And I, <laughs> and I said, well, how did that happen? And so what they would do at night is they would at the dinner is they would say, well, what happened in school today? And the kids would talk about, you know, so and so got in trouble or this teacher said this or everybody's upset about this. And then the, the dad, Charles, would say, well, um, what do your friends say? And then they would talk about the, the response their friends had. And then he would ask them, well, what do you think we should do? And his oldest daughter, Elizabeth, said, Dad, we're just weird. And he said, what do you mean? And she said, well, whatever everybody else does, it seems like we do the exact opposite. Well, let me tell you, if you got a weird family in this regard, that's a good thing because, and the world is about go along to get along. And, you know, we, yeah. we, we bow down to pressure and we, we, we want to be popular instead of respected. I mean, there's all these different things that are happening. And so we just make that a cop uh, topic of conversation on a, on a regular basis. That's how we get started. The yeah. worst thing that can happen is, when when an inheritance comes along and nobody knows what to expect, right? That should be like Illegal. out on the table early on. Yep, has to be. Well, and here's from a financial standpoint, and I'm just, I have such, uh, I'd say a heart and soul for this message is the burden you leave to the kids, especially if they don't know and they're going to have a war. Like I just was uh, very intimately involved at the billion dollar family breakup here in Northern Nevada billion dollar it only lasted i think they were on generation three or four but there was no fruit of the tree there was no values like everyone just got their trust and they got their distribution and no one was actually taught what to do with it they were just handed this big bunch of money and just like the vanderbilt family you know you compare the rockefeller family to the vanderbilt family there's not a millionaire in the vanderbilts now maybe they've grown up since 
But when I did the research, they blew it all. And that's the, that's, and, and I should just blow it all because they just want to go out and go shopping and buy a bunch of stuff they don't need. They haven't been taught anything. They don't know how to manage real estate. You know, I have a, a saying, Tom, I don't know if I can probably share this with you, but it's called uh, a man is not a plan because I, you know, me, I'm funny and sarcastic. And I thought that was kind of cute, but it really was from a very, um, probably darker place. I mean, I got, when I first started in this in 2000, a whole bunch of widows and they did not know how, what, what a, they didn't know anything about the real estate, where the insurance was, where the stock certificate was, where the 401k was, they knew nothing. And I said, so a man's been your plan your whole life. And now you're left to all of it. So what do most people do? They sell everything. They get a big tax burden. They have no money. And now they're broke. And it's just sad. The stories I could tell stories after stories, after stories of, of why, you know, that path of not knowing is a very dangerous and sad one. It hurts the family desperately when you do it. Yeah, I, I have a quote, and it, and the quote is, uh, "Don't fall in love with success; fall in love with the habits that create success." Mm. And so we could we could phrase it a little differently. We could say, "Don't fall in love with wealth; fall in love with the habits that create wealth." Yeah, right, and security and all those things. Because if you if you hand somebody a pile of money but no instructions, um. The self-image is a weird thing. If you don't feel like you earned it and you and you don't deserve it, that money is going to depart as fast as possible. I mean, it's like we see it all the time with overnight lottery winners and athletes and celebrities who struggle, struggle, struggle. And then by coincidence or luck or, you know, just perfect timing, they all of a sudden hit the jackpot, yeah. but they don't believe they deserve it. And so we've got to build into somebody from a legacy perspective. Hey, this is how we handle this. This is how we make this decision. Yeah. Uh, one of the simplest things somebody told me years and years ago is they said, hey, only spend great grand dollars on luxury. And interesting. I, I was like, what do you mean? And he said, well, you know, you want your money to work for you. So you know, you, you save your percentage or you do what you want. And then, and then that bears interest. Well, that's the kids, right? Well, then that interest bears interest and that's the grandkids. And then that interest bears interest and that's the great grandkids. And so it just, and that's what you buy stuff with luxury one. They weren't saying, you know, live in poverty and all that stuff. They were just saying, Hey, really understand the difference between a need and a want yeah. and don't, Dad said this, he said uh, that the number one reason people do not achieve their goals is they trade what they want most for what they want now. Mm. And so in legacy, we, we've got to really make it clear yeah. what we want most, right? So that yeah. we don't start trading what we want most for what we want now. Oh, that's brilliant. You have so many good quotes. I wonder where you got them all. Tell me <laughs> Tell me about, uh, tell me more about Zig. Tell our listening audience, right? I don't know that they've ever had the the privilege. I actually uh, met your father and uh, just, you know, it's not even so inspirational. I mean, just brilliant, um, kind, integrity, everything that you're speaking of. Uh, tell us some of your family legacy kind of experiences, things that went on. Yeah. So, uh, you know, dad was amazing. He we estimate he impacted about 250 million people in his life, uh, 45 books, 
there was a 30 year span where he spoke 30 times a year to at least 12,000 people each time. Those were the big events that were going on. That's never going to happen again. I mean, between, between the internet and the the way we learn and marketing and media, it's just never, there's going to be big events, but it's never going to go city to city to city. Like, like he did. And, and people, they loved him and they would, they would be inspired by his message. But the thing that really changed them was when they stood in line to get an autograph and mm-hmm. they might wait two or three hours. I mean, I, I remember events where uh, the auto, he got done speaking at one in the morning and he was signing until four in the morning and people wow. were standing there all of these, you know, all of these hours. And then when he passed away, we had, I think it was 12,000 comments on Facebook and not just, you know, rest in peace, but I mean like paragraphs of people. And the common theme was this, uh, you know, when what Zig Ziglar inspired me, I heard him speak, but when I stood in line, it was like, I was, and then I finally met him, even though it was only for a minute, it was like, I was the only one in the room. Yeah. And that to me is legacy. So, so none of us can be Zig Ziglar on stage because there's only one, but all of us can be Zig Ziglar one-on-one. And so maybe the most powerful legacy is just the people you're around. They know that they're the most important people to you because of the way you treat them face to face. And so when you, when you embody that, when you, when, when you care about somebody and you want the best for them, that's that's a that's a game changer because today it's all surface you know we have we have 5000 friends right yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we know 10 of them <laughs> wait a second you know we need we need to develop that deeper relationship so legacy is about relationship it's about how well we know someone and wanting the best for them um you know there's some stories i'm going to i'm going to save for when we're together but uh, legacy was very intentional in our family. In all of those areas at dinner tables, I would assume. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> dad, dad did something and I'll tell some stories about this, but, uh, he, he took us all, my sisters and, and me, as we were growing up, we traveled with him when he worked. Yep. Because he wanted us to see how business was done. Mm-hmm. And that is, that's more than just saying, hey, this is how we do business. It's actually, because he asked me, like, I'll remember, I remember this one event. Uh, we were in a green room. It was a huge oil and gas company, uh, hundreds of millions of dollars. They probably had a couple thousand people there from their company. And in the green room, the executives were there and these were very seasoned, probably 30 year average career people. And they were cussing like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> and I, I had never been around that. Right. Cause very conservative Southern Baptist, you know, cussing was not something we did. Uh, dad, dad believed so much in the power of the word, uh, the spoken word, you know, he didn't want to, off put anybody or change anything. And so I, when we left, I said, dad, those, those people sure were cussing a lot. And I knew why they were, they were oil and gas. They came out of the fields, right? I mean, they former military came out of the fields, all that stuff. 
And uh, dad looked at me and he said, son, two things. He said, never discount the knowledge and the wisdom they have because of their language. Mm. And then he said, but isn't it a shame that by choosing the words they choose, some people may, may reject what they have to offer. Mm. <laughs> that was like, well, that was a lesson that, right. that could only happen because we were in the room together. I was traveling with him. He wanted me to see what he did. And then we talked about what happened. And that is the best way to create legacy. And that's the way it was all through history until probably the last couple of hundred years or hundred years, right? You learned with what you did, what your parents did. And you, you worked beside them from the time you could, you know, five or six years old. Yep. And, and then it changed. And, you know, when I uh, decided to uh, be a mom in 1999, a single mom, uh, that was uh, where I went as well. I said, I'm going to take them with me everywhere I go. And so, you know, my kids were blessed to travel all over the world multiple times. And, you know, some of the, um, it was so interesting. My son just won a huge scholar award and um, I, he named me his hero. And he said, one of the biggest memories and the best times were our 14 hour to 17 hour plane rides where it was just he and I super young, sitting side by side in, you know, business first class, wherever we were watching a movie together, eating together. And there was no phone, no interruption, no people, no nothing. But I thought what an interesting moment for him to remember of all those times is is those times right uh which you're in plane rides right it's just uh, it's interesting my daughter has a similar but very you know different place hers was more in the hotel rooms and uh being in the back of the room she loved being in the back of the room and i i, I always encourage folks who don't take their kids along on this journey uh i mean just there's so much they're just going to learn by being in the space you know just being in your space being in your presence and uh, and through who your values are. So, uh, Tom, I cannot wait to hear more stories and more insights as you uh, uh, lead us in our uh, keynote. Um, actually, you'll be our exiting keynote on Friday. Tom will be on with us. And uh, for those of you in the big table, we'll be staying on through the big table with us and look forward to even a more depth uh, conversation, more back to the leadership and coach leader. But we have Tom for a couple of days. So those of you who want to sign up, go to genwealthconference.com, genwealthconference.com forward slash Tom Ziegler. Get signed up right away. And we will see you in Reno, Nevada. We've uh, got a great hotel, beautiful uh, food options, family options. And yes, it's a family event. I've taken my kids all over the world. And um, as I would say, as long as they are teenagers and, and can be in an adult room, we won't be doing much breakouts because we want you to be with your family. You will do it. You'll be doing some homework. We're going to give you a legacy book to start writing all this down and planning your first legacy journal. So that's how uh, we're going to begin our event. So we look forward to uh, all of you out there being there. If you have any questions, go to asklaurel.com. And Tom, any last words to our audience before we see them in uh, in Reno, October 26th, 7th, and 8th? Yeah, well, they say uh, the two best times to plant a tree is 20 years ago and, and today, right? Mm -hmm. And legacy is the same way. Uh, we've actually, you've already started creating a legacy, but the good news is, you can make it really intentional uh, for the rest of your time here on this earth. And, and the impact will ripple through eternity. You can look at families who've done it right 
and their kids, their grandkids, the great grandkids, you can see the track and then you can see families that have done it wrong and you just don't want to go there. Uh, might as well build your future on a, on a dream, get inspired by a dream instead of reacting to a disaster. Oh, I like that. What a great way to end. Tom Ziggler, it's always great to be with you. I appreciate you. Those of you that are out there, we'll be back next week. Again, go to asklaurel, A-S-K-L-O-R-A-L.com to ask any question, make a request. I'll see you in Reno at the Gen W Conference. So this is Laurel, and you've been listening to my podcast. If you've enjoyed this, I have a couple things you can do that are completely up to you. Number one, take my quiz. Go to integratedwellsystems.com and take the quiz. You will find that there's one of four personalities, financial personalities, we call them, that you're going to fall into. So as you take the quiz, it'll actually go through and identify, are you you know, uh, in stagnant cash flow, right? Are you overpaying taxes? Do you have debt issues? You know, are you a lifestyle junkie? Where are you? And then from there, it goes to a video that actually gives you some solutions on how to correct that problem. So again, go to integratedwealthsystems.com, take my quiz, and we'll go from there. Thanks for listening to the Real Money Talks podcast. Your host has been Laurel Langmeyer, author of five New York Times bestsellers, money expert on Dr. Phil, CNN, CNBC, The Street TV, Fox News, and The View. Want to learn more about off-Wall Street investing, tax strategies, and multi-million dollar business strategies? Visit liveoutloud.com slash podcast for past episodes, show notes, and resources. For some special wealth building gifts only for Laurel's podcast listeners, visit liveoutloud.com slash podcast gifts. Do you have a burning question for Laurel? Visit asklaurel.com to submit your question, and it may just be covered on a podcast episode. So stay tuned and be sure to subscribe to get new episodes every week.